0: In this episode, we're going to talk about tools for growth on Instagram. Instagram is a diverse and complicated platform, and it really takes some time to learn all the tools and features. Looking at all the available social media platforms, I truly believe that Instagram has the best blend of tools for an individual developing a community. Instagram has been accused of copying features from TikTok, but they are adding those to an already robust platform that allows the three pillars of creating a thriving fan base. Outreach to bring in interested followers, development of your community of followers, and one-on-one relationship building. Today, I will focus on the features and tools that help us present ourselves to potential new followers to grow the account. This is Bill Strand, and you are listening to the Reptile Entrepreneur podcast. I am in the first of four parts of our year-long plan to create a digital e-commerce business, and we are starting out by building an Instagram account in an intelligent and strategic manner. Before the year is out, we will have touched on creating a product, selling the product, podcasts, a YouTube channel, and putting together a substantial website. I have interviews starting next week, and I will mix in subsequent steps in developing our Instagram account while also bringing you insights from the reptile community entrepreneurs who have already walked the road you are starting. The basic structure of Instagram is that you create a home-based profile, The two main parts of this profile are your bio and your post grid. The bio tells people who you are and what your account is about. The grid is just a collection of posts you have made to Instagram. Once you have your bio made up, and I did an entire episode on optimizing your bio, then all that is left is to bring people there so they can notice what a great account you have. This podcast episode focuses on the step of how to get people to notice your account. And if your profile is inviting and content is engaging, then you will have earned yourself a follower. Of course, that is only if the person you are bringing to your account is interested in your subject matter, so we are talking about bringing the right kind of person to your account. If I ever decided that I needed Instagram attention, I would slam together a handful of reels featuring my adorable Shiba Inu dogs. I would get the views and follows until they figured out my account was about starting a business in the reptile world. And that wasn't what they expected. So, we are looking for long-term solid growth, not short-term spikes. I'm going to talk about the Instagram algorithm and features and how to use them effectively. But they are just tools. They can work no magic if you hand them garbage. In fact, they will do their job and show your garbage to no one. The algorithm's job is to develop a profile of what each one of us likes to see an analysis of what is in the content just posted, and then make the right matches that keep people happy. For example, I follow the hashtag chameleon. There are many things posted that have the hashtag chameleon. A quick look this exact second at the hashtag chameleon, by turning off the filtering the algorithm does for me, brings up pictures of a special kind of car paint, some cross-dressers, a bicycle, and a freaking bearded dragon, and a watercolor set. So it is the algorithm's job to sort through a number of analyses to determine which of those I want to see. And I have to say, no one outside of Instagram knows the algorithm, but Instagram has done a good job of giving us insights into how it works. And it is one of the most amazing pieces of software designed to connect people and content. And it does this for between 1 and 2 billion accounts and between 1 and 2,000 pieces of content each and every second. It is a marvel. And you can use this algorithm to get in front of the right people. Being seen by 1 million people interested in chameleon car paint is useless to me. I'd rather be seen by 10 people obsessed by the chameleon lizard. So use the tool properly by making each piece of content consistent with the purpose for your account. Describe the content in the caption using popular keywords and carefully selected hashtags. I'll touch on each one of these points before getting into the tools available so we're in the right mindset to use the tools. First, consistently post about one topic. Instagram is trying to figure out what your account is all about. Make it easy for them. And not only for the algorithm that brings people to you, but for the people who arrive. Make it obvious what your account is about at first glance. And this is why, if you have an account about Emerald Treeboas, you don't put out posts celebrating the difference between Arabica and Robusta coffee beans. You will confuse your Emerald Treeboa followers and the people who find your profile through that post, know what you are about, and constantly send out posts that reflect that purpose. On my Chameleon account, I can guarantee you that you will get your fill of Chameleons. Although, yes, there was one affogato recipe, that is espresso with ice cream. Oh my goodness, it was good. You have to try it. And I posted a video recipe, so you could make it too. But I tied it into chameleoning, and it is an awesome recipe. And sometimes we all have to act up. And luckily, my audience forgave my dalliance. So, yes, sometimes we break the rules. And this is okay. Just know what you are doing and that you will have a blip of confusion. One blip won't hurt you. The second point is to describe your content with keywords. Keywords are words that people use to search. One of the first things the algorithm does is match whatever people type into the search bar to the words in your caption. So me saying this is a picture of Trioceros Jacksoni Xanthalophus is going to limit my outreach if I don't also use the words Jackson's chameleon. Now, keywords are just one weighing point So you could easily get put in front of a bunch of people without keywords. But why are you making things hard on your algorithm, friend? Be nice and make it easy. And the third point is very similar. You want carefully selected hashtags. Hashtags are words with the pound sign or hash symbol in front of it to designate it as a descriptor word. Instagram started as a photo sharing app, and it was quite simple. You had people post a picture, use hashtags to tell Instagram what it was about, and then the algorithm would match up accounts interested in that topic with the picture. Although the algorithm has become immensely complicated since then, the basic idea is still the same. So you select hashtags based on what is in the content or describe the people that would be interested. If I had a post about how a chameleon's tongue works, I could post hashtag chameleon and hashtag learning is fun. By crafting your still image, collection of images, or video, with all of this in mind, we arm the algorithm with a clear understanding of what we have created, and it will do its job of finding the right people to put the content in front of. And it is critical to help the algorithm get it right the first time. It makes the decision whether to show our post to more people based on the reaction of the first group of people it has selected. You can imagine that it is much harder to get reach if the algorithm can't figure out who wants to see your content. If the first round of people give a poor response, as would happen if the algorithm is just guessing who to show it to, then the algorithm may or may not try again. So make sure it is successful the first time. Now, solid growth consists of two parts. The first is getting new followers, and the second is keeping new followers, because it doesn't do us any good if they follow us and then unfollow us. Both getting and keeping are complex and deserve separate strategies, and they have different tools within Instagram. In this episode, we're focusing on the getting of new followers today, and we'll discuss keeping followers and nurturing them as your community in a later episode. Now, there's another aspect to this as well. Growth strategy depends on account size. In the beginning, you're trying to be found and are building up your Instagram street cred. Instagram has to figure you out including your posting frequency, how diverse your content is, and how a wide range of people react to your content. So when you start out, you will not have much reach. Don't let that discourage you. You are going through the necessary steps to building a presence on the platform. Yes, you hear stories of people who just blew up on Instagram. Often there's an underlying reason. They may have an account on another platform and there's a transfer of fans. Whatever it is, Don't let that discourage you. Keep your eye on your race. Give yourself six months to a year to work through this initial phase. And I want to take an audio sidebar here. You may run into people offering services as to how to teach you do Instagram, much like what I'm doing here, and they tout how fast they got their followers as evidence of their skill. While there's no reason to doubt that they got those followers in the time frame they said they did, and they could very well have very good information to share that would be helpful, please do not expect that you should have the same results. Someone advertising on Instagram that they can help you with Instagram has literally over a billion people interested in their product right there. By default, if you're on Instagram, you care about Instagram. If you have an account dealing with, say, hermit crabs, I can guarantee you will be speaking to a much smaller audience And if you have a niche topic, that audience may have no idea what to look for to find you and may not even be looking for your type of content. They first have to be told that it exists. So yes, a person teaching people on Instagram how to find success on Instagram will be able to grow very quickly. Your growth will be proportionate to the size of your niche audience and how much they are interested in the Instagram platform. My purpose in doing this reptile entrepreneur here on Instagram is that I'm going to help people in niche communities be able to succeed on Instagram. The value that I add is that I'm part of the niche community. So even though we're going to be using all of these Instagram best practices, I'm going to be able to present those best practices through the filter of understanding what it's like to build a niche community. And that's my place in this huge Instagram world. Now, we're going to be going over strategies for the peak growth period of between 0 and 2,000 followers. All of these techniques are the foundation of good Instagram practice, so pay attention even if you have more than 2,000 followers. But I specifically am focusing on the 0 to 2,000 stage because that's a critical stage. It's like an airplane taking off. You're never able to stop flying, but taking off is a much more complicated process. And if you don't do it right, The a trip doesn't work so well. So I'm going to focus for this episode on the people trying to build their Instagram from the beginning to at least the 2,000 follower mark. But as I said, everyone can use these good practices. So let's go ahead and talk about how growth works on Instagram. The Instagram algorithm puts your content in front of people. Think of it as a bunch of tiers. Instagram reads your hashtags and captions and decides to try your post out in front of your friends and people known to frequent your account. If Instagram gets the right signals and engagement from this first group of people, then your post goes on to the next tier of people searching for a certain hashtag or having shown behaviors that indicate they are interested in that topic. And of course, you can test this aspect of the algorithm. Uh, You can make it a point to start liking, or even just spending more time viewing, a random topic. Maybe bulldogs and tutus. Before long, you will start seeing all sorts of dogs and tutus come across your feed. If you interact with all of them, then you'll continue to see dogs and tutus. But we are much more discerning here. We only like bulldogs and tutus. And sure enough, if we only like and watch bulldogs and tutus, the algorithm will start showing us more bulldogs and tutus and less of other breeds. And you can try things like this with any topic. It's amazing and maybe a little freaky how well the Instagram algorithm can learn and get to know our tastes personally. And the algorithm is doing this with everyone else and trying to find the perfect posts to show everyone in their personal feed to keep them glued to the screen. So when you put together a post... That post goes into this big pool of content that Instagram is trying to match with the perfect viewers. So we want to provide Instagram with awesome content and we're going to make it easy for Instagram to know who to show it to. So let's talk about the tools we actually have. When we submit something to the Instagram universe, it is done as a post. A post can be a single image, a short video, which is up to 60 seconds. It's called a reel. Or a long video, which is anything longer than 60 seconds. There's also a feature called a carousel, which is a combination of up to 10 still images or reels. When we create any of these posts, they are all stored on our profile grid. And they are submitted to the algorithm for consideration to show to the wide audience. So let's get familiar with each of these. First, a still image post. Still images are where Instagram began. Up till about 2020, Instagram was mostly a photo sharing app. It dabbled in long-form video to compete with YouTube, but that fizzled with a whimper. They even created an IGTV freestanding app, which they had to take down because lack of use. But then TikTok burst onto the scene and introduced the world to the addictive nature of short-form video, meaning 60 seconds or less in today's definition. The definition of short-form video length has changed in, the, in history, but today it's 60 seconds. Still images are now being pushed to the passenger seat, and short-form video is taking the steering wheel. In 2021, the head of Instagram came right out and said they're no longer a photo-sharing app. Still images can still be powerful tools for you, but you would do well to get used to them no longer being the default media on Instagram. My reels get twice the reach in one hour than my still images do in two days. So I have to say to just get used to where things are going. The head of Instagram has promised that they will be doubling down on their reels feature in 2022. So I'm wondering if I'm doing you a disservice by even introducing you to still images. But I'm here to provide information and commentary. There was the commentary. Here's the information. Still images are still widely traded at the beginning of 2022. I timestamp this because things change quickly in the Instagram world. I mean, literally they change by the month. So a weekly podcast is actually the best source of up-to-date information because what you get is only a week old. But as of now, you use still images and you can describe it in the caption with keywords that are commonly searched. And you have to make it easy to read. Keyword stuffing is something that happened with websites long ago where they would Stuff the text with keywords to the point where it was annoying to read, and you would just give up. Algorithms developed readability scores to help with this, so that shortcut was removed. Just remember, don't worry about gaming the system, or beating the algorithm, or fooling it in any way. Concentrate on the best way to serve your followers consistent with your purpose. That is what the algorithm is designed to reward. And after you describe the image, add hashtags that are descriptive of the image. I feel like I'm continually rehashing hashtag and keyword strategy, so I'll let it rest for now. The key is, don't get tricky. Just describe what it is in simple words. Now, Reels are Instagram's new baby. They are videos that are 60 seconds or less, and Instagram gives you all sorts of filters and transitions and music to create amazing video clips. If you have experience with TikTok, then you know where the inspiration came from. If you are not on TikTok, then I'll catch you up. The newest thing to sweep the social media world is videos 60 seconds or less, which are entertaining. As with everything, the tastes of the world evolve. Luckily for people like me, who are having trouble getting into the TikTok video genre, this media is being accepted also for education. And that is starting to shift into my wheelhouse. How you create video up to 60 seconds to serve your followers is up to you. Right now, things are moving so fast, there is no one way to do things. And anything different could easily take off and be the next trend. So it's useful to see what other people are doing because that's what the audience expects. But do not let that stifle your creativity. Social media is the perfect place to do something different and those are the things that suddenly and unexpectedly take off. So figure out what serves your followers and do it. Do not look at the likes and let that discourage you. Expect that anything different takes a little time to be accepted as people try and process what you are doing. But if you like it and it's effective for your followers, then do it. Do it for three months. Give it time to settle and be accepted. You can do keywords and hashtags on reels as well. And carousels. Have you guys heard of carousels? A carousel is where you can combine up to 10 images or reels in a post and then the viewer can scroll through them like a slideshow. Carousels are a powerful tool with education and marketing. There's enough room in TED Slides to identify a need, build up anticipation, and provide a solution, so a lot of marketing people love Reels. It's more than enough to tell a story, and so the educational people, like me, really like them as well. I personally make a great deal use of Reels with my educational outreach. I can give a complete high-level species care sheet in a carousel. Now, it's worth mentioning that being educational is all well and good, but that there is a true art in being able to provide good information in the social media attention span. I do not have answers for how this will play out. My strategy, like with the care summaries, is that I have a website which has an enormous amount of detail, and so I'm free to summarize in my reels and carousels as I refer to the website for more detailed information. This is how I have dealt with the challenge. As we go further and further, I believe we will have to be figuring out more and more ways of dealing with the shorter and shorter attention spans of our audience. It's a real problem because the people growing up in this era have started to expect that everything can be answered in a soundbite. And there are, unfortunately, inexperienced people that are more than happy to provide that soundbite. So the experienced people are not being listened to. It's like we're creating an informational dungeon where if you want the true wisdom you need to go on a quest and dig deep to find the sages on the mountaintop luckily there are some experienced people trying to make headway into these new social media habits wish us all luck posts reels carousels these are the obvious features and tools to use for outreach but there is a behavior i want to add as a tool for outreach You can help the outreach by interacting with accounts that are in your community and by answering any comments posted on your post. Remember that Instagram is watching your behavior and they are watching the engagement on the posts that they send out. If there are lively conversations going on, then Instagram likes that. And it's a sign that more people may want to be part of it. And they'll show it to more accounts to see if they can increase the number of people at your party. Now, don't force these conversations because then you'll start shutting things down. But make it a point to interact on your posts if anybody comments. Be a good host. And interact on posts of other accounts in your community. Show Instagram the types of accounts that may want to see your information. If I comment on other chameleon accounts, then Instagram is going to wonder if the followers of that account would be interested in my content and will try sending it out to them. It's almost like building community is being rewarded. So this is why we need to get out of the follower collection mentality and work hard on figuring out how we can best serve and grow our community, not just as a single account, but as a community of accounts with all the other people in your topic. And if we do our part, the algorithm will take it from there. Our part is to create an account that people want to come to, hang around, and engage with, as well as making strong ties to other accounts within our community. That is how we can all help each other grow. And remember, this is not a zero-sum competition. We are not competing for followers. Every one of our followers can follow every one of our accounts. So I know, human beings love to compete. That's fine. But supporting each other doesn't hurt us. It can only help. So go, be good people. All right. Finally, let's talk about going viral. Don't we love the sound of that? And don't we wish we could crack the code of the human desire so we could create viral posts on demand? Sadly, this is not possible. And people don't necessarily understand that dynamic. I remember the president of our company coming into a marketing meeting and explaining to the marketing team that they needed to produce something that would go viral. She was very excited that she had found a way to untold exposure for free. And she went on to explain to us what going viral was and why it was such a good thing. I am sure she took our looks of complete bewilderment as a sign that this concept was new to us and that she should continue educating us on what going viral was and the benefits of it. Now, there's an off chance the looks on our faces were because we didn't know how to deal with someone so, um, innocent. But despite the deeply held belief of presidents that think that they can make magic happen by intimidating their employees enough, it just doesn't work that way. So here's a scoop on going viral. It happens when groups of people like your post. Instagram or any social media platform will send your post to the people it thinks will like it. If they do, then your post goes to the next tier. The higher and higher you go, the more Instagram sends it. It may come as a surprise, but quality isn't the biggest driver. It is surprise, well-factor, and funny that makes people want to engage with it and share it to their friends. And a lot of this depends on what's going on in the world or on that social media platform. And this is why the hardest thing about going viral is trying to do it. Because it's the unexpected ones that make it. If we could control it and define it, then there'd be a formula and everyone would be doing it. Which, of course, would make it commonplace and then no one would care anymore. I had a post go viral. There was nothing genius about it, and it wasn't even my best post. It was something I threw together and put up as part of my training myself to do reels, and it didn't take off right away. It took a week or so, and then it just blew up. Now, you're welcome to find that post and dissect it for any clue as to why it was successful, but I'm afraid it would just be spinning your wheels. Creating a viral post is like buying a lottery ticket. Sure, it can be fun to try every now and then, but obsessing about creating something you have no control over will just have you running in circles and wasting time when you could be putting it together and executing a real strategy. Yes, when you hear of someone winning the lottery, it is inspiring to get yourself a ticket. But just remember, that is something that happened to them. The only thing people with a viral video did to make it happen was show up and make the post. Then the fates of the universe took over. It is a wonderful thing when it happens to you. It's incredible. But all you can do on your side is make sure you are there and constantly submitting creative and impactful content. If it's going to happen, it will happen. And it may or may not happen to the post you are most proud of or spend the most time on. Welcome to the chaos of social media. So where does all this leave us? Instagram is my choice for the social media platform to start off because of the diversity of tools available. With a professional account, You get analytics, which help you further refine your outreach. So you really can get immersed in Instagram as an addictive game with all the stats. Instagram devotees are often told they need to take a break and to make sure they limit their time on the platform. You could easily spend your day tracking the progress of your post. I won't encourage this level. I have gotten so deep into Instagram I had to pull myself back out. It's only a tool. A powerful tool, yes, but when you slip from doing work to scrolling through endless, very entertaining reels, then you know you've been hooked and need to pull yourself back out or else you'll be lost in the matrix for the entire weekend. How many of you go to bed at 9 but the Instagram doesn't get turned off until 11 or 12? Nobody needs to answer. Just know that it is wise to tear yourself away when you are done with work. Okay, we'll soon be starting back with interviews here on the podcast. I will continue tutorial information on the podcast a bit, but more heavily on the Instagram account itself. YouTube videos should play into there as well. But I recommend you make sure you're following the Reptile Entrepreneur account on Instagram to get all the information being provided. Of course, I will continue to share the latest in Instagram news here on the podcast because podcasts are truly one of the best ways to staying on top of what's going on in social media. There have been a number of people taking screenshots of their Instagram profile page in January for us to share in December to see how far we have gone. And I invite you to do the same with your account. We will be continuing the Instagram growth discussion throughout the year. So this will be a very active subject in 2022. So join along and let's get some growth on that Instagram profile. And no matter where you are on your entrepreneurial path or your Instagram account, I thank you for joining me here. And I'm excited for where we are going with this. It's time for me to sign off now. So I will just say, please take care of yourself. Take care of our reptile community and let's see what we can build.